0: Hey everyone! Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Laughlin, and this is part two of our Taste of Cena 2022, where we got a few more conversations coming at you live from the floor in Boston, Massachusetts. Like I said, these conversations are a little bit out of order. Some of them are were on the first day, some are on the second day. Um, I think all but one of the ones today happened on the second day when we were very tired and exhausted, so we get a little bit loopy, and I apologize for that, but. Um, uh, It's just another little taste of Cena. In case you missed it, uh, before we get into it, re- I want to remind everybody to. Before we get into it, I want to remind everybody to subscribe to Aquademia wherever you listen, so you can get every new episode directly downloaded onto your device as soon as it's available. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at AquademiaPod, or you can fill out the contact form at globalseafood.org/podcast. And lastly, please make sure to take a few minutes, leave a rating and review wherever you listen. That really helps us work that algorithm to get in front of more potential listeners. With that, thank you so much. And please enjoy this last little taste of Cena 22. And we'll talk to you at the end.
1: Welcome to the Aquademia Podcast.
2: Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood. This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a
1: lot of experience and are unafraid. Academia is your go-to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood.
0: All right, so this is still day one Sunday in the afternoon, after lunch, we finally found some food that we could stuff down our bellies, into our bellies, and then we got to catch Steve Headland, who you've heard on the show before. Steve, uh, what have you? You've talked about Goal, and Steve was on one of our most popular episodes, which was about um, we talked about Shockumentaries. Shockumentaries, yeah, yeah with uh, Ian Roberts, probably our most controversial episode. <laughs> but <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Steve also is kind of the head honcho when it comes to events. At GSA, and, and he led the charge for our participation in this seafood show. So, Steve, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing okay. You doing all right? I'm all right. You like, I'm all right. You don't feel <laughs> well, it's like nice a, to
3: be back at an in person event.
0: Yeah, you don't feel so, like a headless chicken? No, no, no. That's good. <laughs> no. I think we were just sitting down with Steve, and he was like, I'm, I got to order chairs for this. And yeah. I gotta, <laughs> kind of like on autopilot. Well,
3: it's like kind of play both sides of the fence, right? There's just the tediousness of organizing an exhibit uh at a trade show and then i'm trying to get what i can out of the show just like all of our colleagues meeting up with people talking about our media our events everything that we do so Mm -hmm. giving interviews i just did an interview with the the press so those sorts of things oh really yeah oh cool so kind of like you're doing right now except we're not the press well (laughs) (laughs) we just.
0: This is funny because me and, me and Steve and Justin all share an office <laughs> back, in, back at the headquarters now and we're just in a different spot. So what's different? What is What feels different to you since we haven't been here for like two
3: plus years, you know, we missed a couple of years. Yeah, I think it all came, it all came back to me very quickly. I think, um, a lot of it, a lot of it is the same. Uh, a lot of the same people, same activities, same events. Um, and uh, just you know, perhaps not as many exhibitors or visitors, but that's to be expected. It's gonna take a bit of time to build back. We walked the floor.
0: I thought it felt a little bit smaller, like they had some sections blocked off that are normally full.
3: Yeah, the floor was definitely reconfigured, but Mm -hmm. to be expected, yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: I feel like it's still way bigger than I was thinking that it was going to be post-pandemic, so. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, much of the hall, except maybe an eighth or so, on the far end mm. uh, where there's staging is, is uh, uh, exhibits. Both. So Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yes, has it felt
0: normal to you? Like with the people that are coming around, do, do people feel a little more apprehensive to come up to the booth or is it just like people are super excited so it's no, overwhelming? No, I think people,
3: yeah, I got the vibe last night. Um, we had, uh, I attended two receptions last night and everyone was really happy. perhaps happier than they usually are (laughs) you know they don't think of the you know it's not as much of a you know travel can be a grind right Mm -hmm. um and participating in trade shows and conferences can be you know it can be tiring yeah but the sense the vibe i got last night was everyone was really in a very pleasant mood and happy to see each other happy to catch up and spent two maybe three years Mm. and uh it didn't feel it felt like a family reunion it didn't feel like work yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. and i don't think i i don't think i'm the only one who feels yeah. that way so um so if they, if it's not quite as busy as it usually is i think people are okay with that i think they're really just glad to see each other and to catch up and uh and and kind of pick up where we left off so yeah, i was saying in the first our first recording today that
0: i feel like my social skills are going to be super rusty and i'm gonna like forget how i need to interact with people in person (laughs) because we haven't done it in so long right right um have you been to any of the conference events yet has that started Uh, yes
3: yes i attended the um keynote address this morning um a very accomplished woman who's an economist she was great um and uh i talked a lot about what we can expect in the years to come as we come out of the pandemic and now the, uh, the war in Ukraine and just it was yeah a lot a of very, unknowns yeah, still she ran man. through so many statistics it was almost overwhelming but um, it, it's good to hear from someone like her who we might other not otherwise hear from because she's not really in the seafood bubble she's uh, uh, she's, she's well, she more, brings an outside perspective too exactly, which is kind of cool exactly that was great to hear from someone like that and that's what everyone wants that's what's on Everyone's thinking right now is how's the economy going to fare for the rest of this year, next mm. year. So that was good. And then I've got another one I'm going to um, sit in on uh, in about a half hour. So um, cool. And that one on cell-based uh, seafood.
4: Ooh. Cell-based so.
3: like, like lab-grown seafood.
5: Yeah. Oh,
0: yep. that, that's that's yep. fascinating to me. I think we're going to have to do an episode on that in the future. Find someone that's like. In that space to come on and talk about it because that's super interesting.
3: Oh yeah, and they they're ready to talk. Um, And yeah, well I'll I'll help you find someone. So great. Well, you're probably super busy, and I think
0: people might be waiting to talk to you right now. Anyway, (laughs) do you look like you have something to say?
2: Nope. I think there's someone that might want to come on the show.
0: Oh Oh. okay. Well, (laughs) Steve, we'll see you around. Thank you. (laughs)
4: Thanks Thanks for coming. Thanks so much.
0: All right, everybody, if you would like to get in contact with Steve about either our upcoming goal events or any other communications within GSA, you can find him on LinkedIn or you can email him at steve.headland at globalseafood.org, h e d l u n d at globalseafood.org. All right, on to the next conversation.
4: All right. That's easy to remember. Yeah, (laughs) that makes it super easy for us. So we are sitting down now. It's later in the afternoon on Monday. And we're sitting down with Tony Chen, who's the CEO of Manolin Aqua. Welcome to the show, Tony. Thanks for having me. We're super excited to have you. And I'm
0: happy our voices are still working.
4: Yep, they're holding on (laughs) for now. So, Tony, how's the show been going
5: for you so far? It's been great. I mean, for us, it's been a couple of years since we've been back to the Northeast Seafood Show. But for me, I mean, I haven't been around the industry in a couple of years with COVID and everything. So mm. it's been a lot of catching up, a lot of meeting new customers, a lot of talking in person, which is something I'm honestly not comfortable with anymore. Yep. I know. I, that. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think we were actually talking about this on we the were, podcast yeah. where it's like you have to learn to relearn that social muscle, which you haven't had to do in so
5: long. Absolutely. I wasn't <laughs>
0: super comfortable doing that beforehand, anyway. So,
5: it's, likewise, <laughs> likewise. You know, we all, we're all starting anew, is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah. Right. Spent the last yeah. couple of
0: years like in my basement, and that <laughs> yep. was like my safe space. And now I'm out in public again. I'm like. Whew.
4: <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, why you're at the seafood show.
5: Absolutely. So our company is Manilin and we focus on disease forecasting and modeling and we work primarily with salmon farmers. So what we do is we integrate a whole range of data sets, private and public, um, and forecast when health issues are going to happen so that farmers can act sooner. That is amazing. So Tony
4: was actually a speaker at our Goal conference last Mm -hmm. year. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about what you presented about at Goal last year? And
0: if there's any updates?
4: Sure. Yeah, any
5: updates? Yeah, no, so one of our thesis, my background's in computer science and kind of the value of what you can get out of data. I was working for the U.S. government at the DOD or sorry DOT and, and the FDA um, and recognized kind of how much data gets lost throughout a system. And in aquaculture, you see a lot of the same things. So what I presented on the Goal Conference was specifically on green financing and what you're seeing from the data that's collected on the farm and the outcomes that farmers are able to get. So in salmon, a big trend has been green financing. So tying loans, bonds, financing instruments to the sustainable work that they are doing. And we've seen that as a growing trend, and that's obviously continued. So for us, you know, one of the aspects of what we're doing with our data is to help power some of those models. How does this enable the industry to grow in a much more green and sustainable way?
4: Mm. So what have you been doing? Doing at the show so far? Have you been meeting with potential collaborators for like future projects for Manolin?
5: Yeah, it's a couple. It's a couple different things. For one, absolutely meeting new clients and and you know new partners. This is the place where everybody's at right now. So yeah. it's been great to kind of meet everyone. But I mean, even more importantly for us, it's been catching up with old friends and seeing people within the industry. I mean, we kicked off our journey five years ago at this exact show.
4: Oh, I, I sent. that. Yeah,
5: we sent out some random emails. We were working with Oysters at the time. I met a couple of different folks, and you know, through that chain, they've introduced us across the world, basically. But wow. it really kicked off here. So for me, I've, I wanted to come back and be able to talk to a lot of these people. Yeah, and, this is a pretty, pretty
0: special event for you, then. It
5: is, it is. I mean, we are really excited about it. I mean, a lot of those people have been very critical to our development and getting to the right places. So nice. this is kind of what started it for us.
0: Nice. Well, it's a special event for us, too, because we launched the podcast three years ago at the Boston Seafood Show.
5: Really? I did yeah. not know that. That's yes. yep. fantastic. Right here in this
0: exact same spot <laughs> yeah. where we're sitting now. The same yeah. booth. Yep.
4: And it was on the Monday, so it was three years ago today. That's Maybe right. not like by the date, but right. the Monday of the Seafood Show. Yeah. Congratulations. We had, we had way Happy better swag back to then. Us. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's, it's surprising what happens when you can get a ton of seafood people in the same place around the world. So. Yeah. You Absolutely. come home
0: smelling like fried seafood. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I put this vest on. I wore this yesterday, too. It's like a uniform. I put it on this morning. I'm like... Oh my God!
4: <laughs> <laughs> smell like a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's just gonna be like that for the the rest of the uh, rest of the week probably. But. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
4: So what is next for Manolin? Do you have any big projects that you're working on currently that you'll be launching soon or anything like that?
5: Yeah. So, I mean, for us, we, 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 we recently just published a case study on some of the impact that we've been able to make across farms and in Norway, and we're continuing to do the same. We got some really exciting partnerships from being able to bring in more data and to get towards more answers. So we're excited to launch that. And, you know, one of the things that we've always focused on is improving the product, improving the models, giving better warnings, giving better data quality and and analytics to our customers. So that's the primary focus for us and will continue to be. We have some of these side projects going on that we see additional benefits with. But for us, kind of focusing on the farmers, helping them see things sooner has always been the number one goal.
0: Nice. And if any of our listeners want to be involved or learn more or get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that?
5: Yeah. Email is the easiest. Um, You can go to our website and find my information there, but it's tony at manilinaqua.com.
0: All right, and the, the, um, website is mandolinacqua.com. There it is.
4: Perfect. There we go. Thank so you so much. We'll link to that in the show notes.
0: Yeah, for sure. We appreciate you coming by. We know you're busy and this is like you said, a very special event for you. So <laughs> we're really happy that you were able to come and sit down with us and we are going to do another full length episode with you, I think.
4: Perfect. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks, Tony.
0: I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Super interesting. If you want to learn more about Tony or Manolin Aqua, make sure you check out their website. It's manolinaqua.com. M A N O L I N aqua.com. You can find all kinds of information about what they're doing. And as we said during that conversation, we are going to have a full-length episode with Tony to get more into the nitty-gritty of what Manilinak was doing and how they do it and what they're going to be doing next. So that's already on the books. It's already on the schedule. Get excited for that one. That one will be coming up soon. And please enjoy this one last conversation we had with fan favorite Elise Avalon. uh, And we'll close things out for Cena season 2022. Thanks so much.
2: Hey, welcome back, everybody. We are at day two, which is Monday the 14th. The fourteenth of March, and we are continuing to push through uh, here at Cena. We are sitting down with one of our frequent visitors to the show, Elise Avalon. Elise, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Returning champion, We're good. Elise. Returning Avalon. returning champ. I'm
4: tired, but you know, I'm here. <laughs> it's day two, so kind of day three.
2: So, okay, I got something I'm just gonna bark about bark I don't know, that. that. I, <laughs> dude, I haven't had food in a really long time. You just, just, just eating. eating. You eat. it, the sugar has not gotten my bloodstream yet. So I'm like, bah. I had
0: a big hunk of salmon that was
2: pretty salmon. good. Are you kidding um, me? Um, okay. Where the heck did you get that?
0: Uh, Sali. Yeah, up at the Sali meeting. I had a big just hunk salmon. of salmon. And <laughs> uh, salmon. I I feel a lot better. It, it made my body feel much like more fueled In like up 10
2: minutes, like, my brain yeah. will start... Attaching itself to the way my <laughs> so mouth's we moving. <laughs> Alright,
1: let's start so, over.
2: <laughs> so I wanna no. so I don't know how you're gonna s- cut this, so sorry. I'm not going to. <laughs> I forgot how <laughs> much endurance how it takes <laughs> to get through a seafood conference er, Yeah. It it takes so much energy it's and almost like
4: you have to train up for it. Because it's yeah, like physical like, but it's also Oh, physical social. and mental.
2: It's both. Oh yeah, it's your you body on. Just, you got the
0: personality whoop. on when you're talking with people, and it's draining.
2: Mm.
1: It's only day two, and I'm <laughs> here tomorrow. Yeah, you yeah. too.
0: <laughs> Elise is going to be taking over for Maddie and Justin because they're not going to be here. So Elise is going
1: <laughs> to oh, be on all my recordings. I don't know if you want that though. Kind of,
0: yeah. Well, so I guess alone, if, so.
2: I guess now we can. Elise has been here as long as I have, and you're clearly more highly functioning than i have. So uh, i uh, i guess i need to How work on my How are you measuring dogs.
4: that because
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're, you're speaking in complete sentences.
4: <laughs> the so, bar is low. <laughs> so let's talk about something that has been a huge theme of your Boston Seafood Show this year. Yes. Um and that is the upcoming BAP, which is our Best Aquaculture Practices certification program marketing campaign that you that you'll be doing this year.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's That's the main reason I'm at this show. So it's exciting. We haven't done a B2C campaign like this ever. We are launching a consumer-facing campaign for National Seafood Month in October. And so right now what we're doing is talking to our retail partners and getting them um, essentially to commit to the campaign. And we're in the process of creating a toolkit with a variety of assets. Um, It will be geared mostly towards retailers, but there will be some stuff in there for producers as well. Um, and food service operators. So that'll include like social media posts, point of sale materials, videos. So we're in the process right now of creating all that fun stuff to release later this year. So
4: And what is the like overarching goal of the campaign?
1: The goal is to increase awareness of the BAP label specifically in the United States. We we do have some other partners that we're working with that are interested um, in other regions of the world, but the focus right now is the US cuz that's our our main market. So.
4: And this is to follow up. I think we talked about this on a podcast episode. It's to follow up the market research that we worked with Changing Tastes on last year. Yes. Did we
5: talk about
1: that? I don't know. I don't remember. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, let's if,
4: talk we about ha- it. if we yeah. haven't tell talked about, tell, about
0: tell it, tell us about yeah. give we, us the rundown. So
1: last year, we worked with a third party, Changing Tastes, who conducted a survey to better understand brand brand awareness for BAP in the United States. Um, so they surveyed 3,000 U.S. consumers and 400 uh, purchasing decision makers or food service operators, and basically what we found is that people who know BAP trust BAP. We also found that millennials have the highest recognition of the label, um, and millennials in particular uh, have a more positive view of retailers who display the BAP label. Um, So we actually did a webinar on this back in December. That's on YouTube. If folks are interested, feel free to check that out. Um, But yeah, we're essentially using that data that we got from that survey as kind of a foundation for this campaign this year. So super interesting stuff.
0: It is. And it's been consuming every minute of your day for a long time now.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. I'm okay with it though.
4: Yeah, it's fun. It's like, I feel like it's kind of the culmination of a lot of things that you've worked on the past few years, like building connections with retail partners and also getting consumers more involved with BAP. It's like bringing all of that together.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we we've never really been in the position to do this before because you know, we rebranded, you know, introduced a new logo back in what, twenty nineteen now? Yeah wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Almost it really feels
0: like, it. And
3: like a long
1: COVID time ago. happened. Yeah. And, you know, everything just went crazy with that. Um, but now we're in a, in a much better position to do this campaign because the new logo, you can see it on pack in stores. Now it's gotten to the point where it's like kind of overtaken our old logo. Um, so this is, this is the so time to do how, it.
0: How quickly it kind of switched over. Once yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I recognize the new logo on packaging. When we're walking around the show floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's still some it old logos good. out there, though. Oh, yeah. Those I'm will be out there for a one. while. Yeah. 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 It's okay.
3: <laughs>
0: but other, uh, other than that, the show is going well for you? You're doing oh, okay? Oh, yeah.
1: Yesterday was meeting after meeting. So yeah. all good meetings, though. So today I'm hoping I can actually get to walk around, find some cool swag <laughs> <laughs> on the <laughs> floor. Because I haven't done that yet. So,
2: so <laughs> we'll see. So <laughs> for
0: anyone who's listening who hasn't been able to come to any of these shows before... What do you think is, in your opinion, what is like, what are, what are they missing? What is the, the biggest thing that they might be missing by not coming?
1: Networking. 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's all, especially after two years of not being able to be in person, I feel yeah. like everyone is just so ready for an in-person event and, yeah. you know, getting to meet with people face to face is not the same as a Zoom meeting. Mm. So
0: I- As much as we try to make it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's nice, like, even over the past week, we've met some of our coworkers that we had never even met <laughs> in yeah. person yeah. before, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, that's what you look like in real <laughs> life. Yeah, I've been on
0: <laughs> Zoom meetings. I just with see your you. head all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like yeah. Anders, we've been in, in meetings with Anders for you know the last know. couple of years now and then we finally meet him and we realize that he's like six foot five <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we that's without up. shoes with the yeah. shoes he's like seven feet
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah it's been fun it's great um, we're having a good time we're all getting a little delirious we are but we need uh, more starbucks that sounds pretty good. I'm ready to go get some caffeine right now. If anyone is down, so yeah. Thank you, Elise, for joining. Yeah, for We're happy Elise. we were able to get you on because you know that our listeners love when you come on. Your, your episodes <laughs> do always they, do then? well. So
4: <laughs> we're podcast. now going to relabel <laughs> right.
2: the mashup from Cena just called Elise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Oh, we'll oh, name on there. We'll get all of the, all of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Well, thanks so much. We'll talk to you. Thank
1: soon. Thank you, guys. Thanks.
0: All right folks that's going to just about wrap it up for our Taste of Cena 2022 episode part two. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of these quick little conversations we had and get excited because we are going to have a lot of full-length episodes. Just a week after the show, we already have a lot of episode recordings scheduled uh, and we're going to be getting those out to you as soon as we can. A lot of good stuff to come from some contacts that we made here at the show. So again, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I want to remind everybody to subscribe to Aquademia as I always do so you can get every new episode directly downloaded onto your device as soon as it's available. And i I also want to remind everyone that if you want to contact us, first of all, if you want to contact Elise after listening to that conversation and ask her about the upcoming campaign she was talking about, you can email her at Elise.Avalon at GlobalSeafood.org. Or you can contact any of us here at GSA, BAP, BSP, and we'll be happy to connect you with her so you can get your questions answered. But if you want to contact the show, you can go ahead and find us on Twitter at AquademiaPod, or you can fill out the contact form at GlobalSeafood.org podcast. And lastly, please take a minute to leave a rating and review wherever you listen. It really helps us get up on some of the charts so we can get in front of more listeners and just grow this community. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.